This episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Rant. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster and William Martin. Now, on to the show. The Red Bull Rant is a free-flowing podcast with three soccer-loving idiots who don't know when to shut their dumb potty mouths. So listener discretion, yeah, it's, it's pretty much advised. Welcome, my friends, to the Friends. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Iapico. I'm Pat McDonald. I think Truman just had a stroke. Just fixing my jaw, and this is episode 290, Through the Barbershop Window. You know, if you go through a barbershop window, you're definitely fixing more than your jaw, so. Yeah. Oh, my jaw sore. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. That's just, all I know is you open your mouth really wide and kind of like. <laughs> I just assumed you were stretching out, getting ready to talk. So Yeah, yeah. Talk stretching. There we go. So, uh, yeah, that was a good win, wasn't it? Hooray! Hooray! Absolutely. We gotta we gotta dive in. Like, let's yeah. not even let him bullshit. Let's three zero win, three one aggregate. Uh, before we do the tweets, just have to bring it up. First team since two thousand ten. Or sorry, first higher seed since two thousand ten to lose the first game on the road. And then win the series outright without needing extra time. Yeah, a lot of firsts for this team, huh? Mm-hmm. And Seattle tried to do it. Ha. I think I think there's a tweet in here that kind of <laughs> mentions something like that. <laughs> uh, can, I, can I just say that Red Bulls invented something before Seattle did? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I know something Seattle invented uh, on Sunday. <laughs> All right, let's go with the tweets. All right. Uh, there's actually a bunch. Um, I kind of want to put two of them together because one came tonight, one came the other day after the game. Uh, but let's start with the ones from Sunday. At Dad of 39, Boris Sheffrin says, Red Bulls need Royer to show up like that each game. Don't forget that uh, Aaron Long was a huge force and Tyler Adams was simply everywhere at all times. BWP, uh, these are now your games to shine. Louis Robles let, lead us to the cup. You know, he had to include everyone's, uh, Twitter handle. So I'm just like having to read Twitter handles. <laughs> that's, but that's, that's why we didn't get all 11 players is because he couldn't have fit all 11 Twitter handles in there. Yeah. Right. Enough characters. Uh, taxi, creepy taxi. Steven Santos says, just win, just win. Um, Michael Lanthrop at Spud Mall 5 says, this club continues to defy historical hurdles. It's true. There you go. Overcoming their demon known as the Columbus crew should build more confidence and believe in themselves that anything is possible. It's up to them whether or not they win MLS Cup. Red Bull Nation is behind them. Let's make history. Do it. Uh, Grateful Shred 23, Casey Jones says, coming back and handling business. Moving on. Mm. And then I'm going to read two which I guess we can actually respond to this one, um, even though it's kind of talking about the next series, but whatever. Uh, Mr. Jared Marcel at all four, four, four says, if RBNY goes down by one in aggregate in Atlanta, are we going to be nearly as stressed heading into Lake two? We harassed Atlanta at RBA so badly that Martinez was a complete non-factor and Tata wouldn't even shake Armas's hand. I couldn't be any more pleased with this matchup. And then I'm going to go to – give me one second. I'm going to go to the other reply that was like this. Here you go. Uh, Red Coach Jay, Jeremiah said today, what would your feelings be if we went to Atlanta in two weeks and ended up with the same result we got in Columbus? Any more confident given how the Columbus series ended or more worried given opposition and it being the second time this postseason? So, 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 so I'm, I'm sorry, sorry because I was kind of looking at certain things like, did you get the tweets from like yesterday? Uh, from, uh, from Red Bull First Avenger and Mark? Yeah, there's yeah, those are just the ones I read off the reply. There's a bunch of other ones. Okay. Uh, I, I do I feel like we should read some of these. Yeah. Um or did we want to answer if we how we feel if they go one down one nothing? 
Yeah, I mean, do, I mean, we're not. I don't think we're going to preview the game, but I mean, no, I, they asked. Let's answer, right? Yeah, uh, I, you know, I'll say I don't want to do that again. You know, no, no. Uh, I, I think you know, and I think Rebels proved earlier this season they can score three in Atlanta, so. Why not one? Um, you know, it's just at the away goal is so crucial. Uh, I don't, you know, we took care of the business at home. There's no question about that. But you know, it, it's had they, you know, was anyone feeling confident when we were up to nothing? You know, it's like I, I said to the guy in front of me. I said to the guy in front of me, I was like, I want one more. <laughs> like you know, I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to sit on two nothing because if they score one, we're in trouble. So. Uh, I'll probably be just as worried, but I mean, I did say if if they could come back in this series, um, the sky's the limit for this team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'll agree with you. I think um, the way they've played Atlanta would give you a little bit better feeling down a goal. I mean, we're just we're just assuming they're down a goal in, in the next series, right? That's all we're talking mm-hmm. about. Uh, and if that was a situation, I think you would feel a little bit more confident just considering the way they've played them this year, as opposed to uh, Columbus, and that was gave us all worry. Mm-hmm. Because this was a team that had bossed around the Red Bulls in the past in the playoffs. So, mm-hmm. yeah, if you're just looking at past games, I think you'd naturally be a little bit more confident. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might not be because Atlanta is a very good road team. They, they mm-hmm. had 10 wins on the road this year. Mm-hmm. That's not they didn't in- have one. What did you say? You know where they didn't have one? Oh, I know. I'm just saying. They, mm-hmm. still, had 10 ro- they still had 10 road wins. It's not including the one in the playoffs. Uh so I I don't know. So I I was nervous like Pat. I was nervous at two nothing. Uh, I was watching the game with my girlfriend and she she says to me, "You can breathe." I was like, "No, I can't. I won't breathe until the game's either over or we score a third. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and like I no, but if if we go honestly, given historical precedent, if we if we go down one nothing against Atlanta, odds are that you have a better shot at rebounding, but. <clears throat> The concern is Atlanta is a better road team than Columbus. I mean, Columbus hadn't won a road game since they beat us back in July. So, yeah. Um, let me read these other couple tweets here that we had. Because um, I know, Jay, you just brought them up. Yeah. Uh, one one in particular. Uh, this was not actually – I mean, he, he just kind of – this is a tweet that, he, that we were mentioned in. Yeah, yeah there's no preemptive uh, question for this. But there, there's a gif of CM Punk, so I, obviously I'm going to read this tweet. <laughs> uh, Gnome Sniper, JM says, to, to Andrew, Andrew Wiebe and Matt Doyle and any other MLS commentator that bets against New York Red Bulls can eat my balls. Mm. Atlanta United was going to win the Shield? No. Columbus Crew move on? No. We got this. Hashtag F off, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> And I think that was the first one we got actually after the game too. Yeah. Now I'm just going to say this to uh, JM here, and and he's not the only one who bashes multiple time guest Matt Doyle for when he talks about the Red Bulls. If you knew Matt Doyle personally, in the slightest, you would know the personal hell this man has gone through with this franchise. <laughs> you you would know that he is not. He is not bashing the Red Bulls because he is a Red Bull hater. He gets mad at the team, and he talked about it in the previews. He talked about, you know, them stepping up in the playoffs, and they never do because he knows. He knows from experience. He's been around this team for a thousand years. He predates the team by uh, <laughs> what nine hundred and seventy-four years, or whatever the number is. Right? Yeah. I mean, good grief! The guy knows what he just—he knows. Trust me. He's been he's been around the team for a while. He has he has seen the suffering that we've all suffered. And he reached he reached Columbus' soul after the game, so it's all right. Right. Yeah. Uh, all right. So last tweet here is from uh, I believe this is Shield guy, right? Yeah, this is Shield is. guy. Yep. At Flava Faber. I, yeah, sure. Uh, he has likes and dislikes. He says his like is roaring, making a comeback, and his dislike is my wheel impersonating impersonating my roaring attempts at home. <laughs> it was a that was a fun tumble. Uh, Moyle's uh, wearing was fantastic. Yep. Uh, I, I'll read this other tweet. We'll just kind of get a couple of these out of the way um, from a little a little while ago. Uh, Alejandro Middleton says, "Great game Sunday. I never had a doubt we would advance. Hmm. The press is real. 
This international break is annoying as hell. Do you guys think we would be impacted with three days between game one and game two of the Eastern Championship? Possibly tired legs to press Atlanta into submission. No shit. The three of us were just having this discussion on Facebook, what, yesterday? Yeah. And I was stupid. It's so stupid. I, the, the, the home team gets to play three days later. And it's not just the Red Bulls. It's, it is Sporting Kansas City too. It, but. And it's all four teams have to play three days later. And I mean, KC and the Red Bulls get to be home, but you're not going to get the A game out of any of these teams. Yeah. It, it sucks for multiple reasons. One, we draw terribly on weeknights. Uh, I mean, I'm hoping, I mean, there was 22,000 passionate screaming fans there the other day. I mean, I'm hoping they're all in to show up on a Thursday night. Um, but I mean, the, the plus is Atlanta has to make the same trip, you know, uh, and they got to play under the same conditions. So, you know, hopefully, you know, it, it'll affect each team equally and whatever pe- uh, press we employ, um, will be effective. And, you know, to be fair to the uh, team that Armas has built, I mean, he has certainly built, he does employ the press for, for sure. Uh, we saw it for, uh, large portions of the game on Sunday. Um, but he's also increased the passing ability of this team since they've been uh, under his tutelage. So, uh, I mean, n- none more exemplified than on the second goal. So yep. um, they have multiple ways to beat you, which was certainly a, criti- a very accurate, accurate criticism of the Marsh era. When the press didn't work, now what? You know, now at least they have multiple ways of, um, you know, uh, applying the attack against the uh, against the opponent. Yep. And we have one more tweet, but we will get to that later in the show. Jay, uh, write that down, that we're going to read this tweet because um, it relates to something we're going to talk about later. Yeah, so Mr. Jared Marcel, we will get to you. Yes. There, in the agenda. There All we right. go. All right, so uh, actually, I should probably check the email just to make sure. I don't think we got any email, but we'll pop it up and let's. Oh, wow! Yeah, Becky no. is messed up. Sorry, guys. I'm watching SmackDown and Becky Lynch is jacked up. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay, likes and dislikes. Uh, Truman, you <laughs> go first. What did you dislike about the Columbus match? There's only one thing I could possibly dislike, and that I was not there. I was not in the South Ward or anywhere in that area. Uh, watching that game with cool flames shooting off into the sky. Uh, fire. Uh, super, super bummed. Uh, I, listen, I was at a friend's wedding and we had a great time. I didn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have traded it. I had a great time at my friend's wedding. Uh, but it's just, yeah, it's just one of those things where two things that you'd want to do kind of cross the same time. And it's just, uh, it was hard to avoid the score. Um, and a friend of mine spoiled the first goal, and I didn't get to watch the game until God. It was like eleven o'clock at night. So that's, I guess, that's the only bummer was just not being there, not getting to watch it live. Does your hey. friend listen to the show? Uh, he he does not. And tell the truth, come on. He does not listen to the show. Yeah, tell, tell the truth about. It. You would have rather been at the game. Yeah, that's true. I I, I totally would have been at the game. At, at, at least he didn't usurp your whole uh, viewing experience. He did not, you know, he did not usurp it. <laughs> All right, Pat, what's your uh, dislike? Uh, my dislike, I guess, would be have to be the 15 minutes of <laughs> terror in the second. <laughs> um, you know, like uh, the Columbus came out hard, and for 15 minutes, I mean, they got like three corners within like three minutes of each other. Um, it, it was a, it was a very nervy 15 minutes. I mean, obviously the payoff in the end was fantastic, but I could have done without those nervy 15 minutes. Um, you know, cause that, that was, I pretty much like, it was, and I'm sure it was not the only one it was just kind of like, Oh my God, it's gonna, I'm going to leave this building angry, aren't I? Um, so I could have done without that. Uh, but obviously the results may, more than made up for it. It's okay. It's okay to have a game where things are nervy a little bit because that's really all it was, right? Just, just nervy moments. It was not. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Here comes Columbus. Here comes the goal. Here it comes. Here it comes. Nothing nothing really came close. Mm. Right. Like I think the only saves you almost had to make were right to him. It's not. There were no. Yeah. There were no. no, Sorry. There there was one. There was one he had to make diving to his like lower left or something like that. But 
they, they were certainly getting opportunity through offensive possession. Let's, let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, but you know what? If that's what they needed to then take it to the house for the following 30 minutes, then who the hell am I to complain? Somebody mentioned, um, on, I think it was the, on the MLS preview thing that the Red Bulls just kind of have a tendency to do that. They just have a tendency for parts of the game to lay off. Mm-hmm. They know when to lay off and then they know when to go after them. Yeah. Maybe that was just one of those times, you know, they were just kind of laying off for a little bit. I think that was, uh, might have been Doyle. It might have been Doyle who's, who was pointing out that, uh, you know, that they, especially under Armist, it's like they transition back and forth from press and uh, chilling out for a bit uh, far more effectively and regularly than they did under uh, Marsh. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, my dislike, and honestly, because I can't think of anything else, was the fact that I wasn't there either. And that's only only the only reason I wasn't there is I was not driving up on a Sunday night. No, this game. So I mean that, and and you'd have to drive up on a fucking Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. You I, know? Mean, I mean, on the bright side, this would have been on a weekend or because I had off on Monday, so I could have had the, you know, I could have the excuse of not having to work next day. But I'm, I had a vacation. I'm saving my money for possible future games. I, I will say this: If there's any possible future games in this year that you don't go to, uh, you're banned from the follow-up episode. Uh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, likes. I, I'm going to go first. With this one. My biggest, or my biggest like right now, is that we got out of this game without a yellow card. Yeah. Was that and, and was that a cardless game? By the way, it was cardless. I, right. I checked to make sure nobody got a card on either team. Yeah. It, yeah, it didn't seem like he was super interested in making any card, Mister Alan Kelly. And and there are definitely some car- fouls that could have been yellow carded. Yeah, there, there was a. I think Mario had me nervous a little bit, but mm. yeah. But uh, Davis was the only one in in even a consideration for a yellow card suspension. Mm-hmm. I I think that that is still a possibility because stupid MLS and how cards reset, but. We avoided it, so we get to go into leg one with the full squad, and that's a big thing. <laughs> Can't go wrong with that. Nope. All right, my like of this game is what we talked about last week uh, at Infinitum, and that was that the Red Bulls needed to score early. I said 10 minutes, and Pat, did you say – who said 20 minutes? I, I said if they don't score in the first 20, there's a problem. Okay. okay. I may have said 15. So, I mean, there you go. They got – the early goal in the 17th minute, 16th, yeah, 16th or 17th. It was the 17th. Um, and it was, it was exactly what the team needed because you saw the game change after they get that goal to make things completely even things. It totally changed that whole game. Mm-hmm. It's the thing that we've just been hoping for, for so many playoff games. And it was just, it was that catalyst to completely the, the, the Columbus had to open up at that point. They had they had to open the game up, and once they opened that game up, we saw what happened in the second half. Yep. Uh, well, my like, I'll start with a question: Who is probably the most ineffective player for the Red Bulls in the, in this game, or or like in the past two games? Uh, ineffective. BWP. That would be him. And what have we been clamoring for for years? And that's for somebody else to pick up the slack. Yep. Um. So it, it was great to see, you know, Alex Muil have a hell of a game. There's actually a great article uh, about him on The Athletic that actually talks about it, – it's more or less a piece about how uh, he's kind of forged this relationship with a girl who's – a little girl who's been struggling with cancer. She writes some letters every game. He actually wears a shirt of her for all the home game, pregame, stuff like that. Very nice article. And, but it also touched upon how, especially in the last couple of months, he's really come on as a player. Um, I mean, he had uh, on that second goal. He was a part of the buildup and that extremely nice touch. Uh, Everyone was. <laughs> I mean, it was a team goal. It was the ability yeah. of the team goal. But I mean, the the final two assists. You know, he found. You know, he second guessed a shot. Found uh, Tyler Adams. Adams just t- dumped it off to Royer with the open net, essentially. Um, and, and you know, and Royer again, uh, another 
that's two goals with that that were just so extremely clutch. And, you know, we were certainly worrying after the last game if he's going to be limited by his injuries. And this week he was not. And the good no. thing, I mean, the, the one good thing about this break is now he gets an extra two weeks to potentially heal up. Um, and then, you know, of course, and then Tyler Adams. Uh, it was Tyler Adams, the Tyler Adams we know and love. He was all over the place. He was phenomenal. So, um, and, I just include Sean Davis too because he played a major defensive role. I thought it was Sasha question. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, but uh, no, the team, it was just a phenomenal team effort in this game. It was, you know, they just completely snuffed out, except for that nervy 15 minutes, uh, Columbus. And uh, they, tro- they showed the grit that the determination this team has that we haven't really seen in other Red Bull teams uh in the playoffs, except in those years, they're terrible and sneak in the back door and then make an unpredictable, unpredictable run. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, it's, it, uh, you got to love that effort. You, you assume it's going to, you hope it's going to continue. I mean, I assume it will, um, because they certainly have a tough task coming up. Uh, I liked during the game. I was, I think it was kind of early in the game. Uh, where Columbus did have a lot of, uh, possession, and the commentator said, what did they say? The, the Red Bulls just need to get the ball and control the ball and put their passing together. Mm-hmm. And then they put together one of the best team goals ever. Yeah, <laughs> ever. Was, it was like three minutes before that is when he said it. Yep. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, the fact that I think Tyler Adams touched the ball second and then second to last in that whole sequence. Mm-hmm. Touched the ball and then went all the way up the field and was there to put the ball to Royer. Mm-hmm. Um Boy, I mean, good God, what what a great goal that was. I mean, I obviously uh, want to see him do more as a Red Bull in the next uh, month, but I do very much look forward to seeing what he does over in Europe. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, after thoughts, because I had to look it up, um, <clears throat> yellow card accumulation, basically if Davis does not get a yellow card in the first leg against uh, Atlanta, it will reset because basically if you – earn your second yellow card in the second leg of the conference championship, you're still eligible to play an MLS Cup. So basically, the end of leg one resets your yellow card count. Alrighty. Very nice. Um, and Kamar Lawrence, like I mentioned, the fact that I think for the first time in a while, I actually saw him get up and help out on the winning of the attack. That was something that was definitely missing at Columbus. Yep. And I feel like him being able to push up, one, provides another option because now you're not relying on the one side of the field the whole time. Uh, But it makes the attack more dynamic in general Mm -hmm. and allows – and I think that's what gave Columbus the most troubles. Not that that Kamar had any great balls into the box in this match, but – being able to push forward meant they couldn't stuff balls in the box, or they couldn't keep more guys in the box. They had to cover both wings. I mean, to kind of build on that point, I mean, has there been a Red Bull team in recent memory? I don't know if this is just because this is truly the best pack of players uh, the organization has put together or the general improvement of the league itself. But, I mean, has there been a Red Bull team that has had more players – who are good on the ball. I, I mean, you, you saw displays, like you said, Lawrence, uh, Mario, uh, I just mentioned before, Mwil, Adams, Royer, BW, BWP. I mean, I, I said he was one of the worst players, but he did have a nice pa- few nice passes. Mm-hmm. Um, even Aaron Long, I remember, had a nice little dribble. Uh, you know, it's like... Everybody everybody on this team, honestly, is good on the ball. I mean, it's 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 not something you, you used to see. I mean, you used to have at least one or two players who was like... I get the ball, I boot it. <laughs> That's what I can do. Yep. Um, so it's, it's just, it really is a joy to watch. Um, I guess my afterthought would be, despite the criticism and the justified criticism, I might say, uh, by Ty, uh, Taylor Twelman about how the other three teams sold out their building, uh, that 22,000 that we had, it was an actual 22,000. There were very few empty seats in the sold sections. Uh, and it was... It was popping, especially when that third goal happened. I mean, that place just absolutely mayhem. Happened. 
Mayhem. You well, you know, from watching Jay and I watching on uh, TV, mm-hmm. Mayhem. And it was just an absolute joy. I mean, I think on the third goal, I like jumped forward so far, came really close to tripping on down, which (laughs) I got to watch that out. But uh, it was great. And, and, you know, I've seen – and I will say I'll I'll throw some shade. Uh, I saw people criticizing the front office for not selling tickets. I I mean, what what do you want to do? I mean – At some point, people have to buy the tickets. That's the problem. Exactly. It's like I think that criticism largely comes to season ticket holders. As somebody who was a former season – now – current season ticket holder again, but in that period in between season tickets, uh, they hounded me all the time. <laughs> like, you know, it's like they do hound people. It's like, it's up to that person to buy a ticket. Hell, so, I I bought single game tickets and got hounded like for three years straight. Like, mm-hmm. Exactly. So they every, are, time, every time I'm like, I live in Maryland. I'm not making it. <laughs> what do you expect of me? It's like, yeah. I would love to. If I was in the area, I would definitely buy it. But yeah, I mean, they're down, you know, it's just, it is what it is. I, I don't know what it's going to take for us to regularly sell out that building. I don't anymore. But we're, we're not even just sell out the building, but for people to show up because yeah, like, a lot of those midfield seats are bought and paid for. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's people don't show up. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's um, but it's just it's it is hopefully we at least sell out the building for the next game for a Thursday night where we have to worry about people fighting traffic and getting in and you know it's stupid mls just doesn't do anybody any favors yeah i'm gonna put my grill i'm gonna pack all the grilling material before i go to work and then go straight from work yeah smart Mm -hmm. well no you'll be coming to pick me up right oh yeah i guess i gotta do that first (laughs) son of a bitch (laughs) we'll meet up somewhere we'll meet somewhere we'll carpool cool so this is the thing i don't understand about the scheduling for the next round like I get it. MLS Cup is on a Saturday, so I guess you want to give your players more time, and I guess the office is more time to get travel arrangements and stuff in place, but what's the difference between playing on Saturday or Sunday the, the week before versus Thursday, aside from the fact that you allow the teams to get more people in the stadiums? Like from, from There's no competitive difference, right? Right. Because everybody's following the same schedule. Also, you don't – I mean, I know MLS pretty much controls the tickets for MLS Cup Final, but you don't have to worry that much about selling tickets because probably 65 70% of the people there are going to be the home team's fans. Yeah. No matter what team it is. Mm-hmm. So, and travel arrangements, you don't have – the only people that's going to travel are like the the – Whatever the away section is. Well, mm-hmm. n- and now you, now we know it's going to be Western Conference team traveling. Right, correct. Because right, Atlanta Red and the Red Bulls have the best record, so not our fucking concern. No, damn straight. Uh, real quick, getting back to the game because I didn't want to forget about this. Uh, I just wanted to point out that um, they had two fantastic free kick attempts. Uh, one was the goal, the first goal. And the other one that I loved was the pass out to the left side of the goal, where they tried to get to the left side and then cross it in front of the goal mouth. It didn't work out, um, but I thought that was a really creative play. Unfortunately, they'll probably never do it again because they did it once. And Now people know what's coming. <laughs> right, but I will give them credit because I I really liked the play. I It was different, um, and it shows that they can keep coming up with different creative ways to put the ball in there. So speaking of, because I was watching it, that 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 first goal, by the way, Sean Davis puts in a perfect ball. Mm-hmm. Royer heads it back. Long takes the shot, and Mawil. I think he was trying to get his foot out of the way, but it ended up being the perfect deflection. And if you don't know, Mawil actually got credited for the goal because of that deflection. Oh, we are aware. Well, in case somebody was in the stadium and wasn't sure. Yeah, no, they did not make an announcement in the stadium. Yeah, because yeah. they didn't they didn't make the announcement until like right before halftime on TV. That's why I didn't think it was. Yeah. Pat, would it have killed you if you put the bet on Aaron Long scoring the first goal in the game again? <laughs> you know, you, you, oh my god! You know, because I was thinking that when I thought about Aaron Long, I was like, man, the one. But I mean, again, I I, re- I refuse to bet on the Red Bulls here on out. I, no, I, I agree. It's just funny that it's like it was him. Who, who quote unquote scored the first goal? Yeah. Now, now here's the question: Would Pat have thought to cash the ticket out quick enough before they changed it? I don't know. They, I don't know what the rules are there. If they if they if they pay out, can they take it back? I don't know if they can. <laughs> but I I feel like in the past they have 
they wait till the game is over? They wait a long time to award goal, goals, like because soccer is definitely one of those sports where it's it's fluky and you're never quite sure. Right. It's like hockey, the same way. Like, oh, by the way, we're changing, you mm-hmm. know, the credits yeah. to the goal. Mm-hmm. All right. Are we done with this game? No, let's just keep talking about it for another three hours because it was it was I mean, quite a great game. I mean, I'm watching. I can just do live commentary. Well, <laughs> sort, of, sort of live commentary from the 37th minute on if you want. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pretty boring. Second shout out to Flames to shoot up in the sky and smoke. That was cool. Oh, yeah. seriously. I meant to mention that. I don't know whose idea was to add it now, but I love the fact you added it for the playoffs. Yeah. I saw some people complaining that, like, you know, other teams do it. Who yeah. cares? Right. Like, what do you want to do? Like, just like Red Bull cannons? Like, have like metal cans raining down and hitting people in the head? Here's, here's the thing for other teams, it's the norm. For the Red Bulls right now, it is special. Right. They're, that's the difference. Because I guarantee you, come regular season next year, th- those pyros go away. Yeah. I think they should just get a bull, paint it red, and run it out after go- every goal. Yeah. And just give a double middle finger to have it. <laughs> have it run into a big hat that, and an apple pops up. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Uh, so Atlanta, uh, when they hosted New York City for the second leg, with well, you know they already won three uh, one victory. So they won their series four to one. Leg one against Atlanta is going to be Sunday, November twenty fifth at Atlanta, and then the second leg is going to be on the 29th, which is a Thursday at home. And then we're not going to going to preview any of that right now because we'll probably talk next week. Yeah. Uh, the other quarterfinal. Wait, sorry, what were we gonna say? Oh, I was gonna say quickly. I mean, are we gonna do a show before the game? We probably are, right? I figured. I mean, uh, well, I just wanted to give a shout out. Uh, seeing Red is doing a watch party at Grasshopper on the Green for that game in Morristown. If you were so inclined, I mean, Red Bull Rant will be having its own watch party on a um, a black and white TV with the bunny rabbit ears <laughs> under a bridge. Yeah, too. <laughs> we haven't decided what bridge yet. But we're working on it. You got to find the bridge. We we'll give you hints throughout the day. Once we find the bridge, we'll let you know. But if you don't want to do the Rebel Rant watch party, the Seeing Red watch party will be at uh, Grasshopper the Green. And if we can't find an adequate bridge, Truman and I might be there. Probably, yeah, I was going to say I might skip out on our own watch party <laughs> and just go to Morristown. All right. Uh, the other uh, quarterfinal matchups. Uh, Seattle in regulation 2-1 over Portland, so they tied that series 3-3, 1-1 in extra time, and then Portland advanced 4-2 on penalty kicks. Did it to him again. <laughs> uh, and then the other matchup, uh, what ended up being a little bit of a crazy scoreline, Sporting Kansas City over RSL 4-2, so a aggregate result of 5-3. Who and it was 20 over, it was over pretty quickly because it was two nothing pretty quickly in that first half. Mm-hmm. But honestly, who had Sporting KC versus RSL is the highest scoring matchup in this? Nobody. Mm-hmm. Well, again, I, I think it was one of those things that again, when when KC scored, They're RSL was like, yeah, "We're like, we're going after him. We're going right up the gut and just going after him, and whatever happens, happens." Yeah. I mean, at that point, they would have had away goals if they were closer. So right. Yeah, and let's face it, Pecky is uh, he's a tough out. You know, yep. ex- except against Houston, but uh, you know he, he did it with uh, that following year with the Red Bulls. That was another one of those years they snuck in, made it to the conference finals, uh, and they were one goal away from advancing. So I mean, Pecky is a tough out. He, he, whatever criticism you may have as him as a coach, he's he's certainly tenacious. Yeah, you, you're not going to worry about his teams like not playing hard or or going yeah. balls out. Mm-hmm. And, and in fairness. Pecky would have won that matchup against Houston if it wasn't for the fact that Wiggles wasn't a thing in 2013. Yeah, I know, right? Yep. yep. And I wouldn't have to have seen Dom um, here the next day on the plane. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, you would have saw him anyway. He just yeah, but then I would have been like, what's up, motherfucker? <laughs> All right. So coming up uh, is the international break. That's why the Red Bulls aren't playing this weekend. Uh, United States. That can't be right. 15th? Is it? Oh, it is. Damn. It is the 15th. I, I, I got to double check that because that doesn't seem right. It is. I just set the DVR. Oh, okay. Uh, so Thursday, the 15th, uh, 3 p.m. Eastern time, the United States is traveling to take on England. Uh, 
was, is Rain, Wayne Rooney coming back for this one? Because I, I heard that, rumors he might. I think it's his retirement game. Okay. It is. It is. Yep. I think it was unofficial when I heard it, so that's why I wasn't sure. Which brings us to our tweet. Yes. Here's our tweet from Jared Marcel that we were talking about earlier. He says, US, U.S. Men's National Team versus England, what are the odds that Pulisic, quote-unquote, tweaks his hamstring before oh. Thursday? We got a Pulisic t- truther here, and then, <laughs> and then what are the odds Wayne Rooney breaks his nose? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, if Rooney breaks his nose, I think he's playing anyway. Uh, Pulisic, I, I'm I'm not a believer of the whole uh, he doesn't want to play for the U.S. narrative, um, you know. But uh, to be fair, if he doesn't, you know, at this at this point. There have been plenty of former players who have come out that when the coach is not the guy, it's kind of hard to get up for this game. Is it an excuse? No, but I understand it. Uh, and But that being said, I, I do think he'll play. I do think he'll finally make his return on uh, on uh, Thursday. And I, he's play, I hope he's at least looking forward to playing with guys like, uh, you know, um, like uh, McKinney and Adams. I, mean, I don't. I'm not sure if we've ever seen all three on the field together yet. Um, so it'll be really exciting to see what they can do. Um, as much as I think all of us in Red Bull Nation are like, yeah, just uh, Tyler, go out there, jog for 10 minutes and come on out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just 10 minutes. That's all we need. You know, just light jog. Don't go too hard in any tackles. Just It's fine. And, hey, not for nothing, but – I'm just saying that uh, now that a certain team's been eliminated from the playoffs, maybe they can just have a coach in the, in place by Thursday, right? Yeah, uh, yeah that's right. Someone just got eliminated. It's possible. Well, I think I think the fact that Burhalter hasn't been named yet is like now people are thinking, oh, it's Vermees. Like, you know, but they're, they're saying like Vermees would want – I read an article recently about Vermees is – he's a control freak, and that's half the reason SKC is so good is because from the top down, like – I think food staff on in, in like their training center goes to like the company retreat to like learn the way of the team. And uh, that was the type of uh, autonomy they gave Jurgen Klinsmann and many ways precisely the reason they hired a general manager. Uh, so it, it's, it doesn't seem like, you know, Vermees would slide well into that. I still think it will be Burhalter. But if it is, it does beg the question, what the hell are they waiting for? I, I think it's one of those things, if, you, if Gregor Berhalter is in a in a box at these games, then you'll know. Yeah. I, I was going to say, I think it's just more waiting for this break to be over. Mm-hmm. Not not that you're undermining the temporary coach anyway, but... You just would have liked it, to seen. It would have been nice. It would have been nice to see him with, with the, the last game he's going to get with the regulars this year, considering the next camp is Camp Cupcake, and that's when you get the guys. I mean, you might find some diamonds in the rough, but other than that, you know, you're not going to see too much greatness. Yeah. All right. uh, The second game for the United States is Tuesday the 20th, 2.45 p.m. at Italy. But it's in Belgium. What? They're playing in Belgium. Yes. Uh, did not know that. I don't know but, why, but they were playing in Belgium. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, Maybe there's some unrest wherever they were going to play. Uh, yeah, Italy. I don't know. Isn't there always, hasn't there been unrest in Italy since 1922? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. The Coliseum was unavailable. That was the problem. That'd be so badass if they turn that into an arena again. I mean, not when people <laughs> died. <laughs> Like you would go to a game. Like if if the U.S. played Italy in the Roman Coliseum, I would do whatever I could to get tickets to that game. That, I think that would be pretty pretty cool, honestly. Yeah. Especially if they somehow arranged it so the players had to come up from underneath it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that, on that elevator lift thing. Yeah. And then when they, you know, and then when uh, the U.S. beats Italy, uh, Del Piero gets fed to a lion. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on. International call-up or thumbing ground, by the way. Uh, international call-ups, uh, specifically for the Red Bulls in Atlanta. Uh, Red Bulls will be losing Kaku to Paraguay, Adams and Long to the United States, and Etienne to Hawaii. 
Hawaii. Haiti. Oh, yeah. Haiti. Wow. <laughs> I haven't heard much about the Hawaiian National Flag. They finally separated. Yeah, man, I'm really glad. I mean, they do still have the Union Jack on their flag, but, you know, I'm really glad we were able to take Bobby Wood from the Hawaiian National Team. <laughs> wow, that was just horrible. <laughs> Imagine if Brian Shank stayed low to Hawaii. Ooh, he scored some key goals. All right, moving on. Uh, for Atlanta, uh, Almiron's going to go to Paraguay. Guzan uh, with the United States. Nagby should be with the United States, but he has declined with an injury. Uh, Martinez with Venezuela. Venezuela. I, I forget what V-E-N was. Uh, I'm just, uh, I probably should have let you go. You might have been like Vanatu. <laughs> and uh, Viaba with Paraguay. So <clears throat> both both teams have four players they'll be missing. And Nagby, of course, has the injury still. So, well, I just want to say, Kaku, there's nothing wrong with the old, uh, you know, laxative in the food prank. <laughs> On yourself. Yeah. Hey, plus that means he'll lose weight before the next game. Yeah. He'll <laughs> just be faster. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's it for me. All right. So real quick with me, because this story just actually came up, and it's not really – it's kind of soccer-related because it has to do with – uh, the Azteca, where the NFL decided to not have a game there. Yeah. Is that, is that official? It's official. That field is horrific. Now, the funny thing is that the field is destroyed not because of a soccer game, because of, like, like Shakira performing there, and the field got annihilated. And it was in October. Yeah. 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 So, it, I... Uh, Awful. And and let me say this, because I, I was talking about this with my friends last night. As we've known from watching what we know, the reputation of the stadium and playing there as the visiting team, you would have seen maybe a good first half of football between the Chiefs and the Rams. Mm-hmm. And the second half would have sucked. Mm-hmm. And do you really want the best two teams in the NFL playing in that environment where you're not going to get the best out of these teams because they're not going to be able to breathe. To be fair, what's the air quality in Los Angeles right now? Beautiful. Really? Well, it's, well, it's better than it used to be. Last I checked, uh, Malibu was on fire. Eh, that's just fire. <laughs> the Giants, smoke the Giants played in it last night. The Giants played in it last night. Yeah, did you see the people in the crowd with the mask on? It was crazy. Oh, I did. I did. Yeah. Um, but they're also not a mile up, you know, from sea yeah. level. So. Yeah, no, it's 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 a shame because uh, I do like the international series. Um, I I don't know how much this ties into soccer. It might because I ha- I feel like I've read somewhere recently Liga MX is having financial problems. Um, you know, there's always been. I mean, I know what's his name Hercules Gomez once told a story about like how corrupt those teams are. Like it's like every team had like there's an official contract and there's an under the table contract, and the be- best players get both of those payments. But if they don't have the money, the lesser players kind of just get the one contract. <laughs> um, so it, it's it's like, and I, I'm pretty sure I've read recently they're having financial troubles. Um, so I don't know if that played into this because I know. NFL was on their case in October. Like, you got to get this field fixed. And uh, if you've seen any images or videos of it, it is awful. I, I don't it's know. It's horrible. I don't know how Club America has been playing on that field. Um, Poorly? That? Yeah, yeah, you would assume. <laughs> but uh, it's uh, – so I guess if, if we want to just bring it back since we are a soccer podcast, if this all is true about this whole financial issues, uh, hey, opens up the uh, – he uh, opens up the door for CCL dominance. Hey, come on. Oh, yeah, there we go. Let's finally do it. Yeah, you know we're all going to wash out in the first round next year. <laughs> and depending on what happens with – I can't remember the name of, name of the club in Washington. The uh, – Redskins? No, the, the solidarity <laughs> payments. I'm trying to remember the, the, the kid's name. The place for Tottenham now. For, he's, place for who? He, he played for Seattle. Now he went to Tottenham. Oh, uh, Yedlin. He's in Newcastle. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. sorry, I didn't realize you moved. But yeah, Yevlin's youth club. If they win their solidarity payment case with FIFA, apparently Liga MX is in line to pay a shit ton of money. To yeah, it. they're they're gonna get wrecked. Yeah, yeah. So if they're already in financial trouble, then mm-hmm. that's gonna make it worse. Yeah, it is America. 
I mean, not that MLS is going to be good because they got to pay salary payments also, but yeah, but not as much. But they at least seem to be in a good financial position to pay those. Yeah. So. Well, they'll be in a good financial position until the CBA comes up, and then they'll be like, "We have no money." <laughs> of course, that's how it always works. Yeah. Uh, I guess last dumping ground has absolutely nothing to do with soccer, but uh, rest in peace, Stanley. Yeah, man, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, it sucks. I mean, one, his cameos were always fun in those movies. I mean, I just watched Spider-Man the other day before he passed, and, like, he had a great little cameo in there. He's like, he's like, Marjorie, how's your mother? It's so, so great. <laughs> and and to think, I mean, because I, me being able to watch Spider-Man Homecoming for the third time uh, wouldn't have been possible without Stan Lee because he would not have created Spider-Man nor many of these Marvel characters that on those Saturday nights when I just don't want to do anything um, and just sit in and watch a movie I trust, he has given me, what, like about 20 now? <laughs> so, yeah. um, you know, it, it's it, it sucks when someone who's been so influential in pop culture like that dies. But as we all know, the greatest movie appearance he ever had mm-hmm. was in Mallrats. <laughs> oh, God. I forgot about that, honestly. I think I need to go find that Mallrats yeah. episode just to watch that again. It's not a schooner. It's a sailboat. <laughs> Schooner's a sailboat. <laughs> Easter Bunny isn't real. So, God, if you've never seen Mallrats, good Lord. It's back go watch Kevin, that now. It's back when Kevin Smith was good. Yeah, that was that was his wheelhouse was that time. I hope uh I, I honestly hope that he got into Avengers four before before he passed away. He's uh, I believe he's now become a watcher. Yeah, I, I I read somewhere, but this is before the last Avengers came out that he had filmed three more cameos, so I don't know if that included the previous Avengers. Uh so my hope is we at least get to see him in well, he was in Ant Man and the Wasp, so he, he was he was in every Marvel Marvel studio uh, produced movie. Yeah, so my, my what I'm saying is I hope we kind of get to say goodbye and say Captain Marvel or Avengers 4. Yeah. Do you do you remember if he was part of at, at the, wait, at this point is there's no spoilers on Avengers in Infinity War, right? Uh if anyone's listening, spoilers, Avengers Infinity War. <laughs> was was he part of that group that got taken out by the the glove? I don't. I don't remember what he was in that movie, but I don't think so. No, they didn't show him. You wouldn't show. Oh man, that would be really grim if they showed Stanley evaporate. Yeah, <laughs> the guy's in his nineties. I'm sure that's not the. I don't remember what he was in that movie, but yeah, not that. Okay, he was the bus driver. That's right. Like, hey, you kids, haven't you seen a spaceship before? <laughs> but I was, I was just thinking, if if he was one of those ones that went away. Strangely fitting. In a way, it would be poetic. It would have been poetic. But then again, Ant Man and Wasp came out after that. Right. Well, I haven't seen Ant Man and Wasp yet, so I don't know if it fits in the timeline. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's in the timeline. Yeah. It's in the MCU. Is it, is it after? No, but is it after or before? Oh, it's or? it's before the scene, deleted scene happens during the snapping. Or not the deleted scene, the after credits scene. Okay, so it happened before the snap. Happens before the snap, and then yep. post credits, the snap happens. Okay. Yeah, that there's I got like that and Deadpool two to watch still from the yeah. MCU. And by the way, Michelle Pfeiffer, one of my earliest crushes, mm, still. Way to go, girl! <laughs> All right, anything else for Dummy Ground? No. All right, then the only thing left is Truman's terrible team of the week. Uh, I was really hoping you were going to start to wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just. How about we just call them the terrible team of the playoffs, because that's what they seem to be the past few years. Is the terrible team of the playoffs? Do I even have to say who they are? I'm gonna guess they were blue. Yeah, and they were humiliated yet again. Not as in such bad fashion when they lost to Toronto, mm-hmm. but still held scoreless at home. And then were they down three nothing before they scored a goal? They were down two nothing before they scored. Yeah. Two, okay. So still, they were already down to two nothing. 
which would which meant was they were down three nothing aggregate score, and they ended up losing four one. Blue team is bad, uh, and I think the best meme I saw was a picture of the team saying NYCFC advanced to watch the Red Bulls continue to play in the MLS playoffs. <laughs> Actually, I'm sorry. They only gave up one goal before they scored. So they were down 2 nothing aggregate. Okay. So they had a chance because they were 2-1. But then Joseph Martinez happened. Oh, no. No, wait. I'm sorry. It's stup- the stupid MLS happened. That was... <laughs> they were losing at least 2-0 in Atlanta. They, they, were, they were down 3... Or, sorry... Yeah, they were down three, three nil aggregate. aggregate. Yes, when they scored. Yes. So uh, I do want to say one other thing about that game, and I, I mean this in the most neutral way possible. Even though I know, know only one NYCFC fan listens to this show, uh, but that I love a good post game coach meltdown, <laughs> and, and Dome Terrence meltdown on Christian Oras is uh, it's up there. It's definitely up there. It was I haven't seen one. it. You'll have to you have to find it and send it to the our little chat. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, because I haven't seen it either. I heard about it, but I haven't seen it. All right, so wrap this one up. Yep. All right, patreon.com slash rebelrant, one buck a month, all you need for the special stuff, including the uh, special openings, because I know somebody asked what the the patron special was. That's all it really is, is a special open every uh, playoff match. And if I keep it going, it will extend until next year. Uh Email us, redbullrant at gmail.com. If you want to call us, 973-348-5329. Facebook.com slash rebelrant on Twitter, at redbullrant for the show. At Doc, this dude for myself, at PMAC, DA2 for Pat, at The Truman for Truman. Subscribe to our show via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, YouTube, SoundCloud, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Last words before we get out of here. Uh, well, I guess they, they took my little uh, end of the show rant to heart because they, they did win that game uh, and I guess for now I'm not going to say win but I'm going to say uh, USA I guess do stuff right yeah. USA don't get injured yeah yeah that there you go don't no one get hurt please Paraguay and Haiti too <laughs> so for Pat Truman and myself this is an episode number 290 of the Red Bull Rant thank you guys for tuning in and as always go Red Bulls bye bye lights <laughs>